see the way they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the sun Well, good morning, everyone. Let me turn the sun on. There we go. My name is Brian, and today is Thursday, May 18th, 2023, and this is episode 405 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. And it's another coffee with Brian, just another chat on a Thursday morning. We'll uh, hit that perfect cup question. We'll do um, the history segment, this day in history or as it's been uh, been renamed, lots of history. Uh, we might have a little uh, poll, poll or vote on that um, in the Telegram group, or uh, maybe raise of hands here in the in the chat to name that segment. But then uh, going to talk about uh, schedule. We're kind of pounding out for uh, the foreseeable future. Uh, ran into a little roadblock with making plans last night. So have to figure that out today, but um, some thoughts on that. And um, I was out walking the dogs yesterday and I had a uh, realization that why I think the the dark air conditioning camper um, trips me out, makes me in a bad mood and shit. I was just walking along and I was like, oh my God, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Besides the fact that that's what they do to torture people is uh, put them in a no light room and uh, run noise constantly. But I thought of something else. I thought of something else. Uh, good morning, Canadian Farmstead. How we doing? And uh, the Renegade Butcher stopping in earlier this morning. I saw Pip and Gingerbread Farms drop in. Uh, Pip saying that uh, he's got two podcasts on the on the hook. He's going to uh, he is going to start up the weekend wiki with Pip. I don't know if he's going to actually start it up, but he says he's uh, he's got an idea. I think it sounds great, man. Um, I just need weekly weekly wikis because <laughs> I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this segment for sure. I'm enjoying reading it. I'm enjoying learning from it, um, and I think it uh, I think it plays well for the audience, and I think the audience enjoys it. So I appreciate you um, definitely. And uh, he also says uh, fix a car for a sixteen hundred mile trip to F October SRF. Might we get a appearance from the Duction Cup, the Duction Cup Wiki Nug, um, Mister Pippin? Huh. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> oh man, what am I drinking today? It is a very special day. It is a very. Um, it is a very let's say um, very it's a very special trial few days here in my household in the morning um, I got my c4 package yesterday I was uh, lucky enough to get a bunch of samples for um, for the silver bullet blend which is going to be the blend that uh, the Cracker Jack silver coin is going to come in uh, with the six pounds and an ounce sales uh, we're putting together a super high-end uh, blend for that sixth that sixth uh, pound of coffee, and I'm trying the first sample right now. And man, he knocked it out of the park. He sent me four different samples and two samples of the four different blends. Um, first look, 
their salt and pepper. They're fantastic. The beans, he he did a dark and a light. Um, I don't know which beans are in them. He didn't tell me. Uh, I'll have to catch up that information later, but I wanted to do two French presses of each sample four days in a row and kind of take my notes and find out which one I like the best and, uh, and roll that out for you guys. But man, the taste, the taste this morning is phenomenal. So this is silver bullet number one, silver bullet sample one. And, um, man, if I had to go with this one, I, I, I obvious, I, yeah, I definitely think this would be a winner. Uh, I'm excited to try two, three, and four because every time the guy sends me coffee, it is just out of the park. It is out of the park. And, um, yeah, this is no exception. No exception. I tried some Swiss water decaf yesterday. I, I threw that up on Noster yesterday afternoon. Um, Josh mentioned earlier on Noster that he was hitting his second French press and I didn't yesterday and I really should have, cause I was kind of dragging ass and I got to about noon. I was like, man, uh, uh, French press of coffee would, it just tastes good. Uh, right now, uh, kind of wanted a hot beverage for some reason. It wasn't extremely cold or anything. I just wanted another pot of coffee, but I couldn't drink uh full calf for sure. It would have. Um, it would have kept me up till three in the morning. These dogs are going to drive me insane today. <sighs> sometimes, sometimes. And so I decided, um, that Scramblin had sent me a, um, a sample of the Swiss water decaf that he makes. It is a, it's, it's a natural process. Uh, I don't know too much about it. Scramblin, uh, Scramblin dives into it a little bit in some of his videos and things. And um, for some reason, they're fucking barking this morning. Mm. Uh, so he sent me a pack, uh, uh, a sample pack of the Swiss water decaf, and it's super. It was super dark. It was super dark, and it tasted great. I, I drank it. Obviously, I, I finished it. Uh, dark isn't really my thing, but you know who does like dark roast. And, uh, and that I've talked to was the post office lady. My post office lady here that uh, receives my general delivery. I had to go to the post office yesterday because I had a delivery show up. I took her some decaf coffee and boy, was she happy. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, if you want to get in with people that know people, you talk to the post office in a small town. So making those connections, making those connections. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. I just, uh, I don't drink a whole lot of decaf and, uh, and that dark roast just isn't my thing, but man, it worked out great for uh, for the post office lady for sure. Uh, Robin Hosting, nice of you to drop in. Thanks for coming in, and uh, let's see what Pip's got going on before we get into that perfect cup. Uh, wait, I don't know what I don't know what all that stuff is. That's a big, long, big, long post, and I I don't know what it means. But anyway, we're uh, seven and a half minutes in. Let's get to that perfect cup question and. Uh, and get rolling for the day. All right, it's time for the 79th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group. That's t.me slash lots chat, t.me slash lots chat. Also swing over on Noster, find me there, or Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, and Instagram. And I post a question of the day every day around all the socials and i'm looking for those comments and after a few hours or the next morning i go around and i round them all up 
look at them, get them on a list, and uh, share them with you the next morning. So if you're interested in getting your answer heard on the Perfect Cup podcast, look for that post and, uh, and weigh in and weigh in. The Perfect Cup question of the day today is, describe your life in a six-word sentence. They've been kind of um, kind of different this week. I, I shifted gears and they came from a different list. Uh, but uh, here we go again. Describe your life in a six-word sentence. And I got a ton of um, I got a ton of replies on on the Telegram group, as always. I got one on Noster and I wrote it down and now I don't see it here. I'm gonna grab it real quick. Um, have it on my phone and sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. I got it over on Nostra. We're going to lead with that one. Uh, hiker, Brian, I appreciate him weighing in and the follow and the follow back and the nice conversation we had spurred from that. But, uh, his six words, his six words was it's been real. It's been fun. I hear you, man. I hear you for sure. I thought that was a good, uh, good lead in. And then over to the Telegram. Again, I don't think I got much over on the rest of legacy social media. Um, I got experiments going and it doesn't look good for anything, uh, anything legacy at the moment as far as my, my tracking. Uh, but over on Telegram, Josh, the renegade butcher, he weighed in with once born, he lived and died. And after I uh, after I started reading the answers to the question, uh, it, it became blatantly obvious that people were writing their own epithet or their headstone um, inscription. And I didn't really think that the as I read the question, that's really weird how you can all read questions different. As I read the question, it was like right now. Maybe you describe your life right now. Um, everybody else took it as as a whole, like when you're dead, we even had the conversation in the group of, uh, I wonder what my family would write. I wondered, Oh yeah. James answered on Facebook. I don't get the messages, man. I, I just don't get them. I, I have to scroll through. Um, I forgot that you're a Facebook guy. I'll, I'll swing over there and see if I can find it. But, um, man, they, uh, they don't like to show me my Facebook notifications. But anyway, people were uh, talking about what the what their family and uh, loved ones would say, what they would write for them. And I'm like, oh, wow, this really um, I got it, James. I found it. This really would um, this went different than I thought. I thought people would uh, describe their life as is uh, James over James over on Facebook did weigh in gingerbread farms be sure to follow him he's got some cool stuff going on but he's got he's going through a tough patch at the moment and um he says uh <laughs> okay he uh, he's doing voice to text in the comments and it says good through good through hell but still going and on facebook it said got through hell but still going and i uh, i imagine both of them mean going through hell but still going it all it all works out Going, got, good, they're all the same. They're all the same, man. Just keep going is the only thing. Still going is the key word in that. And, um, yeah, so, Josh, uh, I'm, I hit that once born. He lived and died. Kyle, the Kyle, the backwoods butcher, says, Livestock assassin with a heart of gold. 
<laughs> Josh, uh, Josh made an alternative one for him that you can click over to the Telegram group and scroll up and find. And also an alternative for him that uh, probably would be more fitting for the full show, um, not, um, not this pullout segment. Oh, scrambling, uh, my coffee guy that sent me my silver bullet um, samples and blends says vibrational being riding a light wave. If you know scrambling, uh, I think that's accurate. Old Pip, the history guy from DuctionCups.com says, well, this isn't going as planned. I like these. I uh, I started reading them. Pip kind of went down the line of uh, right now, I think. <laughs> um, I don't think that was the end game. <laughs> Seeing it's in the present. Canadian Farmstead weighed in and said up, down, left, right, A, B. And I, I uh, that took me down memory lane. And I think it was a joke because later on he uh, dropped wonderfully difficult, joyful, blessed, and full. And that's fantastic. If you can describe your life as that, I don't think there's anything else you need, especially that wonderfully di difficult. If life was easy, how boring would it be? Golden Crickets. Um, I don't think this was actually an answer, but I was uh, scrolling down and I saw five words, but one was a contraction. So I made it six and I gave it that her answer uh, does not look good on paper. <laughs> and I'm guessing she'll agree with it. I'm guessing she might agree with that. Uh, but yeah, does not look good on paper is what I went with for her. Uh, Carson weighed in with mistakes were made working on it. I think that can apply to a lot of us. I think that can apply to a lot of us. And James, I think you can uh, commiserate with uh, that too. And um, I think you, me, and Carson all have, um, have similar paths we could talk about. Some more distant than others. I think we're all in different stages of the same thing. Might be worth a reach out. And then Chris Dixon, as always, weighing in with something that I really enjoy. Um, spot on all the time. Chris Dixon says, did you say you planned that? <laughs> yeah, um, that rolls with me both uh, good and bad. Uh, there's uh, plenty of things that I look at my my shit and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. How does that um, how does that happen? Um, both good and bad. Did I plan it? No, no. Pippinized over in the comments says um, <laughs> still breathing, still standing kind of thing. And I don't know if that was a reply to an answer. Um or if that was another answer himself, but I think that's six words total, and I don't know kind of thing if that really goes in. But anyway, those were the, the answers I uh, I found roaming around the socials. Sorry, guys, for missing that over on Facebook and, um, and not having the Noster right down on the list. It gets screwy. It gets screwy. <laughs> Pippin I says he didn't even realize that was another six. Yeah, it gets to be a fun game. And uh as I was I was thinking um uh I was reading through the comments this morning and copying them over to my list and I was having to count all the words because there were conversations going on inter intermixed with the answers. And sometimes people don't reply to the original question, so they're just kind of solo uh posts. And so I'm counting counting words and you don't realize how many times it's four five six seven words in a message until you try to find out the ones that were six 
at five in the morning, half asleep before your silver bullet blend. But that's what coffee's for. <coughs> anyway, that's another episode of the Perfect Cup question. The question again today was, describe your life in a six-word sentence. You can still weigh in on that question. And if I get any um, mind-blowing or revelations uh, through answers, I'll always jot them down and bring them up on the show. But be sure to look around on those socials for the question for tomorrow. I'll post it a little later this morning after the show is all done and uploaded. I appreciate you listening. If you enjoy The Perfect Cup, be sure to go to theperfectcup.shop and find a link to all your premium air roasted coffee needs and merch needs over at thelotsproject.com. Like I said, I appreciate you listening, and we will find you back here tomorrow. All right. All right. Perfect cup. That was good. That was a good question. Um, it's a nice thought exercise. I, I was really surprised uh, when it went to the totality, the whole uh, life instead of current. That was that threw me threw me for a loop for a few minutes. But it's good. It's good. Morning, K-Bonk. How's it going? How are you doing this morning? Just in time for the history segment here. Um, yeah, let me uh, let me pull that up and we can get rolling with that. Mouse is a little sticky this morning. Hmm. Interesting. What happened last night? All right, here we go with that history segment brought to you by Ryan over at DuctionCups.com. Happy Friday Eve, humans, and welcome to the Lots of History segment. And he says he doesn't know, does that name work for the segment? He still gets a laugh when he says nugs of history. What do we do? Lots of history, nugs of history, this day in history? I don't know. I think it's time for a vote. Maybe we'll do it on Noster and Telegram like we do the patch of the week. Anyway, let's get to this day in history. This day in 1933, the New Deal, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signs an act creating the Tennessee Valley Authority. The TVA, they're hanging out around here. I see signs for that stuff all the time. Um, the program focused on what historians refer to as the three R's, relief for the unemployed and for the poor recovery of the economy back to normal levels um, and reform of financial systems to prevent a repeat depression. Huh. I wonder if the president in um, uh, 2033 will be doing the same thing. This day in 1953, Jacqueline uh, Corcoran became the first woman to break the sound barrier in 1952, went to challenge the world speed record for women. She tried to borrow an F-86 from the U.S. Air Force, but was refused. She was introduced to an Air Vice Marshal of the Royal Canadian Air Force, who, with the permission of the Canadian Minister of Defense, arranged for her to borrow um, 192... Whoa. Um... I don't think this got copied right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, but anyway, it sounds like she borrowed a plane from Canada and um, and went real fast in it. 
Uh, there is going to be a link. I will uh, I will go back and uh, and get that all scrambled out and uh, get you the link. It will be in the in the write up on the blog post after. But uh, yeah, she went real fast in a Canadian airplane. Uh, this day in 1969, the Apollo program Apollo 10 is launched. The mission's call signs were the names of the penis characters: Charlie Brown for CSM and Snoopy for the LM. Uh, who became Apollo 10's semi-official mascots? Peanuts creator Sh- Charles Schwartz, Schultz, excuse me, also drew mission-related artwork for uh, NASA. Pip says, "Oops, it, uh, I don't know. It could have been on my end, dude. It's cool. It's no problem. I can't talk half right half the time, let alone read at the same time." This day in 1980, Mount St. Helens erupts in Washington, uh, United States, killing 57 people and causing $3 billion in damage. The Mount St. Helens major eruption of May 18, 1980, remains the deadliest and most economically destructive volcanic, volcanic event in U.S. history. 200 homes, 47 bridges, 15 miles of railway, and 185 miles of highway of ra- 15 miles of railway and 185 miles of highway were destroyed. And for you people up, up, up north of the border, uh, Canadian Farmstead, I saw you in the in the in the chat today. 15 miles is 24 kilometers of railway, and 185 miles is 298 kilometers of highway. A massive de- debris avalanche triggered by a magnitude 5.1 earthquake caused a lateral eruption that reduced the elevation of the mountain summit from 9,677 feet or 2,950 meters to 8,363 feet, 2,549 meters, leaving a one mile, 1.6 kilometer wide horseshoe shaped crater. Interesting. Interesting. Canadian Farm says, says, says thanks for translating. Well, you know, we like to keep the slow kids up to speed here. Kyle isn't around this morning, so um, I have to I have to have someone to cater to. Uh, this day in 1990 in France, a modified TGV train achieves a new rail world speed record at 515.3 kilometers per hour. For you people in America, that's 320.2 miles per hour. The current world speed record for a commercial train on steel wheels is held by the French. Man, the French can uh, move stuff on rail. Scoozy, scoozy. Uh, TGV at uh, 574.8 kilometers per hour, or uh, 357.2 miles per hour, achieved on the 3rd of April 2007 on the new LGV established line. Hmm, interesting. So we got uh, we got flight speed records, we have rail speed records, and then on this day in 2005, a second photo from the Hubble Space Telescope confirms that Pluto has two additional moons, Nix and Hydra. Is Pluto a planet? For some reason, I believe that I've heard that Pluto was and then wasn't and then was again. And I can't remember if it's gone back to not being a planet at this time. I I can't remember. I can't remember. They change their minds so often. It's kind of like the economy. They just change the statistics to fit what they want. All right. Let's hit these birthdays this day. 
Um, in uh, 1931, Don Martin, an American cartoonist, uh, died in 2000, was born. Uh, 1946, Reggie Jackson, Mr. October, American baseball player and sportscaster, was born. Uh, in 1955, Chow Yun Chow Fat, Hong Kong actor and screenwriter. What a great name, Chow Yun Fat. <laughs> uh, 1975, uh, Jack Johnson, American singer, songwriter, guitarist. Dude can play a guitar for sure, and he's got that smooth, sexy voice. If you're trying to uh, trying to lull your lady into uh, forgetting that she uh, doesn't want to not touch you, throw on some Jack Johnson. It might work. This day in 1979, Jens Bergsten, Swedish video game designer, co-designer of Minecraft 2013. He, along with Minecraft creator Marcus Pearson, was named uh, as one of the Times 100 most influential people in the world. As an employee of Mojang Studios, he had been co-developing Minecraft with Pearson since 2010. I have never, um, I can't say that I've ever done anything with, um, um, Minecraft. I hear the name, I know of it. I don't even really know the, the premise or anything about it. So does that make me old and out of touch? Maybe, maybe. All right. Those were the birthdays. Uh, who, uh, who kicked off on this day? uh 1980 i'm guessing a lot of people from mount st helens oh look number one 1980s victims of mount st helens eruption reed blackburn american photographer and journalist uh david a johnson american uh volcanologist and geologist i'm guessing they were kind of like right there um taking pictures and studying the volcano this day in uh, 2017, Chris Cornell <coughs> killed himself. Um, he was the singer of Soundgarden and uh, Audio Slave and uh, Temple of a Dog. Chris Cornell hmm, might have been having to do something with, uh, pretty sure he was talking uh, pedo rings and stuff like that before he <coughs> Clinton himself. He was a troubled man. You don't know. You don't know. That's the that's the beauty of um, the mystery of the mind is we can always make people believe that someone is willing to end their life. And a lot of times they are. But a lot of times it may just be a cover. Those were the deaths today. Holidays today. We have um, May 18th is International Museum Day. And National Speech Pathologist Day. I could use one of those because sometimes I just can't talk straight. Um, hey, and that's the history for today. Lots of history, nugs of history, nugs of wiki. This day in history, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Uh, Pippinize says Pluto, a non-binary body of mass in space. And Gingerbread says Pluto wasn't even a planet for a full Pluto year. How long was how long is a Pluto year? I don't know that. I don't know that. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Pip and I said heard the same about his ending, similar to the lead singer of Chester from Lincoln Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, 
Corey and I were actually going down the list uh, the other day. Uh, Anthony Bourdain, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Chris Cornell. Um, I forgot about Chester from Lincoln Park. Like, it's weird. It's really, it's really weird. Hey, the Backwoods got here. Morning, Kyle. Nice of you to join us. Did your alarm not go off? Did you stay up a little late last night? Early bird gets the worm. Anyway, that's the history. That's the history segment brought to you by Pip over there at DuctionCups.com. If you enjoy the history segment, as I do, and then appreciate all the work that Ryan puts into it on a daily basis, please head over to DuctionCups.com. Maybe just send them a message. Hit that contact form. Hit that email. Hit them on socials and hit like, share, and comment. Anything to spread the word is free. It's free. You can go do that stuff. You don't need to buy anything to help a small business out. I appreciate it when you do it on my stuff and head on over to Duction Cups if you appreciate the value Ryan brings to the show. I sure do. And I try to share their stuff as much as possible. DuctionCups.com. You can find them on Facebook, TikTok. Ryan's over on Noster spreading that stuff around. Or you can go to DuctionCups.com. DuctionCups.com. James says the second mouse gets the cheese unless you have shitty mouse traps like we used to. Oh no. Kyle got some action last night or he says the night owl got laid. Um did uh by you <laughs> or, or or did somebody was somebody babysitting until she got home? Oh, man. What do we got going on today? What do we got? Um, let's see. We, uh, Corey and I have kind of decided our near-term plans. Um, we have this spot here in Tennessee that we rented out through, I think currently we're through November. Um, the price is right for sure. The price is right. It wasn't a consideration in not leaving, um, I guess would be a way to put it. We didn't, we didn't consider the rent here in our decision to travel or not travel. Um, we have some plans around here, uh, working on cooking something up with the, with uh, Toolman Tim cook, cooking something up with him, um, and helping him out with his property and, and doing some things. Uh, so a significant chunk of time here is not a problem. Um, Got some stuff rolling. We're comfortable here. We have power to accommodate the dogs with air. It makes sense to hang around. Uh, we do have some things we need to do. We need to get up to South Dakota and do our um, residency and get some things taken care of there. We do also enjoy traveling. That's kind of why we did this. So sitting still is eh, it's okay. Um, we make it work, and uh, but there's always that itch to go. So what do we do? We're going to break it up in two. We're going to go on a nice little uh, trip this summer. I think uh, we're planning on two weeks. This is all pending what I'm going to talk about next, but uh, going to go on like a two week jaunt up to South Dakota and we got to swing through Minnesota, pick some stuff up that um, that we need for our residency and uh, then just make a round trip back here uh, and do a bunch of work before we leave and then a bunch of work leading into um, SRF. 
and then kind of reevaluate at SRF and decide what we want to do um, for the winter. We're enjoying testing this area out. And one of our one of our goals when we took off was to kind of travel around and find different places that we wouldn't mind owning. Not necessarily our only property are not necessarily where we're going to stay um, permanently, but at least a chunk of land and find places that, hey, maybe we want to stay there in the spring and the fall and over here in the winter and over here in the summer. Multiple options. But experiencing the places um, in several seasons of the year, even the ones that were like, yeah, we, we like it here three quarters of the year, but we don't want to live here in the summer. And that was kind of Texas. I don't need to be in Texas in the, in the summer to know I don't want to be there. Like, yeah, I no thanks. Winter was fantastic. Now those, um, those borderline, those borderline areas, I kind of want to make it through it and see. So, um, K-Bonk was wondering if I did an episode on mobile residency options. I haven't yet. Um, that's a good idea, though. We kind of went with one um, just because it presented itself and it uh, it sounded the best to me. Uh, we looked into quite a bit of it as we, um, as we were kind of planning taking it off. So it, it kind of formulated itself. I'll have to go back and look at all my, uh, look at all my notes. Um, and kind of go over the why we chose what we did and, and why we didn't cho choose the others, but why they might be right for you. But anyway, we're kind of planning that trip. We're going to make a loop up to South Dakota and back, come back here, hit SRF. Um, like I said, kind of pound out a bunch of time on a project with Tim and, um, and then figure out what we want to do for the winter. I think we want to hit, uh, we were thinking Southwest possibly, uh, maybe spend some more time down with Josh there in Texas or explore some other places and see what's going on for the winter. Um, but we got a lot of time till October. So we kind of locked that in. I got a bunch of maintenance I have to do on the camper before we take off, uh, which is fine. The only thing that's going to restrict us is I need a birth certificate. I need a birth certificate. <laughs> the last time I needed one, I think was, uh, 20 plus years ago when I transferred residency to Minnesota and in those 20 years of divorce and moving and um, just debauchery for the beginning of it and then uh, moving a couple times and yeah, it's gone. It's gone. I looked. Um, it's pretty easy to look through all our documents when we live in a camper. <laughs> there isn't much place for them to hide, but I assume it's gone somewhere. And I need that. I need that. So I uh, looked into that yesterday and pulled it right up online. Oh, I can order one from New York. And I went through the process of filling out all the information, got to the end. And it will be 140 to 160 business days before it will be mailed to you. Do you, do you know when that spins out to be? That's like in October. What? For a birth certificate? Really? So I sent a message to my mom and said, hey, if I uh, if I figure this out and it's someplace local, can you go get me one? 
because she said uh, it, it also says you can go in person. And I'm pretty sure you go to the clerk, county clerk of the, the county we're born in, where my parents still live. So I'm going to look into that today and I might be able to have her go get it for me since she's on it. Uh, she can get one. She can get one for sure. And um, hopefully it's local and quick. But I saw 140 to 160 business days and went, well, might as well not go to South Dakota this summer. Uh, so if that doesn't pan out and I have to wait for it, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But it doesn't make sense to go up there if I cannot complete the task. There are also some other documentations that's going to happen uh, as soon as I have that in my hand and uh, kind of skip that option going forward because ID has never been really my deal. <laughs> and it, uh, it's only kind of come around and hit me once or twice. And um, back 20 some years ago, it wasn't this bad trying to get one. So going to order that birth certificate and, uh, and see how that goes. Um, but yeah, thinking of taking off, what were you like mid July, mid July, um, and taking a little roadie, uh, spending some time up there in South Dakota, we have to spend one night. Um, but if we're going to drive that far, we'll probably spend a few. We'll spend a few. I think, um, I think Corey's parents are going to deliver some stuff to us. Uh, that they have for us and um, bring their camper and hang out for a day or uh, or a couple. So those are tentative plans. Those are tentative plans. Uh, I'm excited to have a schedule. Uh, as much as I don't mind not knowing what we're doing, uh, having a having a rough plan and some dates to shoot for are always nice. Like having SRF on the calendar was nice. But it was six months away. And do you want to go take off or do you want to stay here? Uh, we could have done either very comfortably. And um, I was just kind of in the mix because I have maintenance to do. I have the maintenance to do. Um, and I wanted to get it on a schedule. So I make sure I do it. And uh, so we finally decided what the summer is going to look like. And uh, now we can just dial in, get it done. And... Um, and look beyond that and start kind of uh, tinkering with what we want to do on the other side because the planning will be done for the rest of the summer. But first to get that person to get. I am excited to be calling uh, New York State Vital Records today. Let's go well. Should go well. I always do well when I call government agencies and, uh, and wade through 45 minutes of voice voice activated things only to say please hold for another 45 minutes to talk to a real person and then they just give you another automated thing so i will uh, i will be shocked if that goes smoothly but that's that's going on this morning so i can get that in process and find out if we can even go on our trip stay tuned stay tuned oh let's see what else is on the list oh the noise the noise in the dark so we had to start running the air in the camper uh, for the dogs here. It got really humid and kind of sticky, and they don't do well with that when the air is thick and there's no breeze. Um, hot is okay with fans. Hot and very humid, they get really hot really quick. And so we try to cater to them because they can't cater to themselves, and so we turn the air on. <coughs> the air was on. 
for a few days in a row. And if you haven't ever been in a camper, the air needs to be, um, or it doesn't need to be, but we, we put reflectix insulation in all the windows, pull, draw all the shades to keep the cool air in. Uh, so it's just not dispersing out the windows. And so it's dark. Any light in here is not natural light. It's all LED, um, all LED lights. And yeah, it is what it is. But there's also this huge humming from the air conditioner. It's not a quiet unit. It's not quiet. It, um, it's constantly there buzzing in the background, humming for hours and hours on end. Sleeping, awake. It doesn't cycle on and off. I mean, it does, but it's not big enough for the unit and just they're not known for being very efficient. So it never really catches up. And when it does, it doesn't really, the fan still blows. So the compressor just kicks off and you barely hear any change. So it's just loud. Um, and I got really irritated and really, um, almost, it was almost depressed, but very irritated, anxious. Um, and I wasn't doing good really. I kind of figured it out at one point and um, then we were able to turn it off and I saw a change in me. I was like, oh, okay, the sun, huh, the quiet, look at this. I feel better. Uh, so I put, kind of put that together and I didn't really question why it affected me so much. And somebody joked about the torture. Uh, that's how they torture people, put them in a dark room and just blast them with music constantly or loud noises or just constant um constant stimulation and i was like oh that makes sense that makes sense well yesterday i was out walking the dogs and i was like you know there had to be a little i get that and i'm sure that's part of it but something else had to be going on and i was walking along and i was thinking about the air conditioner and i was thinking about some of my former jobs for some reason i don't know if it was a message on telegram or what popped into my head but i was like you know Oh, you know what it was? We were talking about st counting steps on the Telegram group. And there's some apps out there now that you can earn Satoshis for um, counting your steps, like with a pedometer. And so I was like talking about this job I had at Foundry where I walked like over 10 miles a shift. I walked, uh, I mean, dozens of flights of stairs every day. The place was like a quarter mile long. And when you were maintenance, you were just constantly back and forth, back and forth, carrying a tool bag with you, uh, carrying um, all sorts of shit with you. You had we had a, a maintenance shop where you had your toolbox and everything. Basically, you had a bag that you had to haul everything you could with you unless it was a big job. And then you got a cart and brought stuff, but uh, mainly carrying stuff. Uh, the towers for like the dust collectors and all that were uh, eight stories, I think, was the tallest one but more like five to six stories uh, was average. And as the maintenance guy, you had to go to the top and bottom, constantly checking gauges and uh, taking readings and this and that, doing preventative maintenance. So it was a shitload of walking and a shitload of stairs. I just, I mentioned that and I went, all of a sudden the light bulb went on. And I said, that place, I had earplugs in. It was so loud in there. Actually, um, the majority of the employees, if they were uh, stationary at the machines in there, were required to wear double ear protection. So the insertable foam earplugs, 
with muffs over top of them was required. Uh, maintenance had to wear plugs. Uh, didn't have to wear um, didn't have to wear muffs because we were we were moving uh, about so much that it wasn't constant noise. But there was always the drone of these machines in the background, constant for 10, 12 hours while you were there. And you were trapped inside, all artificial light. And they had gone to LED lights. They had changed them. Actually, I was part of the team that was changing all the lights in there to the white LEDs. Um, it was like the camper. White LEDs with a droning, loud noise. And that place, I was miserable. I am not going to lie. The people were nice. The company was okay. The job sucked. And it just was the nature of the job. You were in a foundry. It was hot. It was dusty. It was loud. It was dark. Until they put in the bright-ass white LEDs. And I think that really correlated back and sitting in this camper was just the, that inherent, like, I was miserable in these conditions. And I started thinking about it a little bit more. And I went back and found two other jobs that I had had that was a similar kind of environment for the whole work, whole work shift. And these were longer shifts. There were 10, 12, 14 hours of this, of this um, environment. And all of them were just, I mean, it's not, they weren't, I don't want to say I was miserable because I hated the employer or anything like that. It was just shitty work. It was just shitty stuff to do. Um, uncomfortable conditions and, and then put on top of it, the light and the noise. And I think I just have a natural aversion to that now after experiencing it for, um, like the one was a five-year stretch, a job. Um, the foundry was real short. It was really shitty. I was only there for like seven months, I think, until I found something else. I was like, I cannot do this in the summer. I actually got hired on the tail end of the summer and experienced some hot days there and was like, whoa, um, I have to be out of here by next spring. Uh, and that was my goal. And I think I, I moved in uh, May. So yeah, whatever September to May was, is what I worked there. But I kind of put those two, um, two and two together with, uh, with why I was irritated so much. Uh, yeah. Okay. K-Bong says mixed color temp of lights helps. Most LEDs are 6K range. Warm lights are 32K. Um, yeah, I, I've considered, um, some different lights in here. Um, we in Minnesota very often uh, suffered from sad, uh, in Minnesota, the, the never ending winter and the blah of no sun for days on end. We actually invested in one of the sunlight lights. Um, and there is something to be said for it. There is something to be said for the natural light and the different, um, the different, um, the different frequencies of, um, of the LED light. So, um, James says, you never know what is going to trigger it. Yeah. And that was the thing. Like, I'm like, okay, so this is, is this what people refer to as trauma? Um, I don't consider it trauma. It was a job. It sucked. You did it. Um, it wasn't anything sudden or impactful. I don't consider myself having PTSD or something like that. 
but I think there was a mental trigger of just being miserable in those conditions uh, because it, it came about and I didn't, it wasn't a conscious thing. Um, and I, it's horrible when it happens and you're just like, I'm just in a shitty mood. You don't know why. I don't know. That might've been it. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm uh, delusional in thinking that, but, uh, it all made sense to me while I was out on my walk yesterday with the dog. So I thought I'd share it with you guys. I just thought I'd share it. So let me, uh, let me see here. Let's hit that item of the day and get things wrapped up today. Item of the day is the sun will 14 ounce coffee mug set. Um, I use my, uh, my tool man, Tim with plugsy on it for my coffee, but I don't like coffee in my tea mug and Corey and I have tea every night before bed. And we use these. Corey also uses one every day, all day long. Um, she has two or three uh, morning teas. Like I said, we have evening teas, uh, things like that. And yeah, I looked up when we bought these. I'm pretty sure they're three years old. Three years old-ish. I, I, uh, I extrapolated out how many times Corey has used that mug over there for uh, her her tea in the morning and it's pushing a thousand times that Corey has used that mug and it's great. It's great. I think she said the only thing that she's noticed is the, the, um, the coating, the coating on the outside that keeps it from sweating is rubbing off on the handle after a thousand uses. Whew. Oh, everybody, uh, everybody should say hi to Corey. Good morning, Corey. Uh, everybody forgot when she was back there doing the tea. Um, oh let me see so yeah the sun will 14 ounce mug set they come in sets of two they come in sets of four or you can get one i think the best price works out to get two uh and they're not that expensive they come with a lid uh that is a uh splash proof not a spill proof lid and if you don't know the difference uh spill proof will you can tip it over and it won't come out Splash proof is when you're driving in your car and you got the lid closed and it sloshes around, it doesn't come out. You can get another lid for it if you want, but for what we use it for, it was great. We rarely, rarely use the lids only on travel days and it works for what we need. So if you're looking for a coffee mug that's not ceramic, it's a stainless steel, double insulated, um, keeps them hot, keeps them cold uh, type of mug, and you're in the market, check out that link in the video description. I have a review posted. Um, I've started posting reviews for all the items of the day. So you can check the video notes and click on that. I also have links to it in the blog right up every day for the episode. Doing a lot more web work, guys. And um, it's interesting. It's interesting. I'm going to see how that plays out uh, for the change in workflow and the amount of time it takes and see if there's a benefit. We will see. Anyway, the Sunwell 14-ounce coffee mug set. Check them out. Even if you don't need a coffee mug, but you got to do some shopping on Amazon today, I appreciate looking down there and clicking that link because that's going to help support us just by doing your shopping, and it doesn't cost anything. The other thing that doesn't cost anything is sharing, sharing the blog posts, sharing social media posts, sharing other people's stuff. That doesn't cost anything. Do the free things help the people you like. I'm not just talking me. I'm talking all your content creators, all your favorite pages. When you see their shit on legacy media, when you're actually fortunate enough to see their posts, help them out and share it with your networks. It, it helps. It helps because 
without paying on these legacy media sites, they're not, they're not your friend. Um, if you can get enough people to help you share, it helps. It helps. Just going to say that. Anyway, anyway, it's another Thursday tomorrow. We will be back with 10K Giveaway Fridays. Uh, maybe we can get a new winner this week. I am looking forward to it. We're going to have a couple more of those at least. Um, yeah, I don't know. Two more at least. Two more at least. Anyway, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. I'm excited to get my Thursday done, roll into Friday, and then this weekend go over and uh, get a little work done over on Tim's property. Anyway, if you'd enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Guys, make it a great day. Get through that Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday, and then it's all downhill to the weekend. Have a great day, and we will catch up with you tomorrow.